welcome back, Wins, Grins, and Sins with Pixar Mom, Jen. I said that I was going to start this Season 2, Episode 2 off with, I was going to piggyback off of last week's episode, off of the comment section. Um, sometimes the comment section gets really wild, really crazy, really mean, and it gets to me at the time, you know, because sometimes I have to take breaks from the comment section, like just get myself out of that comment section and sometimes even off the app. And I think this day it was probably just a really bad day. Um, and it's not a, oh, poor pitiful me kind of thing. It's just, you know, these things happen. And if you're one of those content creators, especially us females, you know, we're all emotional. Sometimes we tend to get emotional. Um, it's normal. It's normal to have a bad day in the comment section and it's normal to let it get to you but just to show you how important it was like I was going to start this episode off today with a comment section from I don't know two weeks ago because I thought the comment that this person made was um was really hateful and then the comments that followed was it was just kind of blowing my mind but obviously it wasn't important enough because I can't fucking find it and I can't even remember what video it was on so we're gonna move on so sometimes the comment section is not always negative. So if you are, like I said, part of the 1.1 million now, you know, I appreciate you. I, I appreciate your support and I really do. And the comments are not always, are not always negative. Sometimes they're like, wow, this, this kind of made me think. So I'm going to start this, this week's off with two comments from the same person. And I don't know if you're listening, Savage One, but your questions kind of, kind of like hit me and said, you know what? I think I'll answer his questions because it seems like he was being respectful and, and that's, and that's great. And maybe, maybe other people are wondering the same thing. So last, I don't know how long ago, the first question he was, I think it was from the other day. He asked me if OnlyFans wasn't an option, what would you be doing today? And I would like to think that, you know, I hear that it's really tough to get a job these days. Even college graduates are having a hard time finding a job. And that really sucks. That sucks. I don't wish that on, on anyone. Um, but I have, I'm, I'm almost 50 years old. I have lots of experience doing other things. I consciously made a choice to do OnlyFans full time. I thought about all the pros and cons. I thought about all of the, the all of the things, all of the respect I would lose, all of the people that thought I didn't have any respect. I thought about all those things. You can't quite be ready for some of the things that get thrown your way. You just can't. Um, but anyway, I would I would like to think that I have options. I am a licensed um, life and health insurance agent. I'm licensed in twenty twenty one states. I have 20-something years in the medical field um, experience. The last 20-something years before I moved to Florida, I was a histology technician. And basically, what that is, if you, if you were to go to the hospital with appendicitis and need your appendix taken out, it gets taken out in surgery, it gets dropped in a bucket of formalin, and that's to preserve the tissue in its most lifelike state. And it gets sent down to the lab to us histology technicians where the pathologist might cut that appendix up, do a, do a little uh, pathology report with her little microphone as she's grossing the appendix in. 
and then we the histology technician has to do the rest of the preparation and then eventually it ends up on a slide we stain it and the pathologist looks at it under the scope and gives another little report that ends up being typed out saying that okay this was a diseased appendix it's much more detailed than that trust me um but that was part of my job and i did that for 20 20 something years and i also have 20 something years experience in the fitness industry i i'm not certified anymore i have <coughs> a voice what was that anymore <laughs> i brought back allergies from georgia with me anyway um, I'm not certified anymore, but the certification is really not that hard to get. And I also have 20 something years experience in, in the industry, personal training and group fitness instructor. So that is, um, just some of the, some of the things that I would be doing if, if only fans weren't an option and, um, economy the way the economy is right now, uh, it seems like seems like also there's a lot of people, a lot of people struggling out there, and I, I can I can say with certainty uh, that if I weren't doing OnlyFans for a living, that I would probably be part of that struggling crowd. But I chose I chose to capitalize on on it. <laughs> okay. <coughs> All right, and this next question is a question that maybe maybe some of you think about a lot, and maybe it's a question that some women even think about. Like, maybe you be maybe you may be struggling with the decision of making an OnlyFans or not. Maybe it's something that you really want to do, but you're scared of the repercussions, and that's fine too. I certainly would never recommend doing something of this nature unless you are unless you are ready and you can't be 100% ready because you never know what's going to be thrown at you for sure but uh, Savage One ask again is there a respectable guy out there that is approaching you with the type of content and post at your age I'm asking this respectfully all right thank you for asking respectfully and it's going to sound like I'm I don't know if it's going to sound like I'm dodging the question or not really answering the question. Okay, first of all, it depends on what you call a respect or what your opinion of a respectable guy is. Because your opinion may be different than mine. And I'm not going to go into what my opinion of a respectable guy is. But, w but when I meet him, I'll, I'll notice it. And I'll also notice when, it, when he's being disrespectful. I think I've gained enough experience in my 50 years of life to be able to pick up on that right away. And <laughs> he definitely would not stand a chance. But for, and I guess first and foremost, I don't put myself out there to be approachable. Because if, like the old saying goes, if you were to look in the dictionary and look up homebody, m my picture would be sitting there on the couch with my dogs. Like, I am 100% a homebody and 100% happy with it. <laughs> happy with being a homebody. Um, I do go out some. I go out to eat. And occasionally, I go to the grocery store. But for the most part, I, I Instacart. I Instacart a lot. Um... 
I've I've gotten very comfortable not doing those those kind of things. And that's not to brag. That's just to say, you know what? I'd rather have someone else do it for me so I don't have to deal with with people sometimes because sometimes I don't feel like dealing with people or, you know, traffic out there. Man, I've got I'm able to do it. So I'm going to do it. That kind of attitude. But that's neither here nor there. So to answer your question, I, I am I don't go out much. But again, if someone were to approach me and honestly, it. I, it's been it's been a while since I've had someone approach me because I'm assuming when you say approach me, they're showing interest in me, or it's it's been a very long time. I actually I've been in Florida almost four years, and I can honestly say I haven't been approached. <laughs> you just you just made me think about something. Wow, I. I mean, if, if I remember something, I'll be sure to, uh, I'll be sure to correct myself, but nothing stands out. I'll put it, I'll put it to you that way. Um, I don't count, you know, I feel like people come on to me all the time in social media, so that, that doesn't count. We're talking about in public. No. I, I think I live in an area also where there's a, um, a big retired community. Again, I'm okay with it. (laughs) I'm all right. Um, and then, and then you have to mention my age, which again, you said you're asking respectfully. So I'm going to try to keep this portion under 10 minutes because I want to get to the interview with Melissa, but I I don't know what my age, like being 50, I'm a grandmother. I get it. I'm not doing what your typical statistical grandmother would be doing, but my age just means that I'm still living, you know, (laughs) I am still alive. I'm not dead. I'm aging. And I'm also I'm again, I'm doing I'm doing something. I'm doing things that I love. So I don't see anything wrong with what I'm doing. Just because you see something wrong or maybe you do, maybe you don't. That's none of my business. That's your issue. It's not mine because I Again, I love what I do. There's nothing wrong with what I do. And just because you think it and they think it and everybody else thinks it, whoever thinks it, that's that's not my concern, none of my business. So when I do, if I do, meet that man, meet that partner, meet that person, um... I'm I'm going to I'm going to make sure that that person is confident enough and understands my business hustle, understands the the money aspect of it. I see, yes, is there a backlash to that money? Only if you think so. I don't think so. Again, that's your opinion. You're trying to put your opinion. I no, it is <coughs> I just had a smoke session before I came back here so my throat's a little scratchy and for half the time I was hiding my face but then I realized I was on camera so anyway I hope that answers your question and for anybody else that was wondering so I went over 10 minutes so let's get to this interview with Melissa Melissa Z I'm gonna call her her Instagram handle is 
she underscore can underscore she underscore will <laughs> um she we met on instagram we have not officially met in person not yet we do have that in the works whether or not it will be posted on social media who knows i i don't know but i definitely we're definitely gonna meet in person uh mainly i i wanted to know you know like how long she had been an only fans creator how she got in the business what she did before because there's there's one comment that that sticks out like all the time all the time in my head and while i have said last episode it was about only fans creators making too much easy money yes it is easy money but it doesn't mean that we're talentless that we lack any skills if anything, we are capitalizing on an opportunity that, anyway, I won't, I won't go there. Anyway, just a, a set of questions that I'm going to go into. And Melissa was a real estate agent for 23 years before she became an OnlyFans creator. So let's, uh, let's get into it. Creator myself, I like to hear other people's stories, especially like how they got here, because there's such a a negative. When people hear the word OnlyFans, they automatically think the worst. They think we're just this dumb, like, like literally. I hear nothing but the most ignorant <laughs> comments about us OnlyFans creators. It, it gets so ridiculous. So I like That's to sure. hear, right? Uh, oh my gosh so melissa i met you we haven't met in person but we met on instagram and i felt like we immediately connected and we i feel like we're friends now we've never even met <laughs> yeah see that i feel like that's i don't know to me that's just the universe connecting the dots i think so i think it's awesome and i love how social media allows us to do that it's very cool for sure all right so basically i'm just going to ask melissa um some questions and we'll start off with, um, basically, I just wanted to know how long you've been an OnlyFans creator because we found each other on Instagram. And I just, I assumed maybe you were in this world, but I wasn't, I wasn't for mm -hmm. sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I actually decided to write an erotic book, poetry book, which yeah. is like Fifty Shades of Grey, very naughty, very, yeah. very, yeah. Uh -huh. And I started writing that. I finished it in November. And then I was sitting here one day thinking, you know what? I need to capitalize on this. Like I'm a smart businesswoman. I'm I this is this is money. So I need to take this over to OnlyFans and allow people in there to interact with the author. You know, whether that be tell me what your fantasy is and I'll write it for you. If that includes and I've had some of these guys ask me to write about me and other OnlyFans girls, like just oh. by their name. Yeah. So I mean, I've had people ask me to write because I also did real estate. Well, I do real estate. I've been in it 23 years. So I, I've had guys come in there and ask me, you know, to talk about how we fuck in an open house. I'm like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, my God. It gets really, really, really deep in there. <laughs> so I thought, you know what? This is this is good. This is, like I said, this is a, a multiple stream of income. This is a smart business decision. And that's why I did it. I love it. I love it. I love that you threw the business aspect in there because, again, people think we're literally stupid. 
They, yeah. Like, we have literally no sense whatsoever. Kills oh, it, yeah. <laughs> it's, so. it's, like, I've invented light switches that are going to be known worldwide at some point. I mean, I have patents around the world, and these things are not, they don't exist, even with billion-dollar companies. It's, so... We are definitely gonna get. We are definitely gonna hear more about that because uh, I can't wait to, to tell them about this. This is the most amazing. It's crazy, thing. yeah, and it's so crazy. Like little old me is stopping these billion-dollar companies from making products because of my invention, and it's like now I'm on OnlyFans, and I, you cannot believe, you wouldn't believe, the people that come into my DMs and have unfriended me or said rude things to me or questioned my my worth because like are you serious you're on oh only fans you God. you invented lights which is i'm like and i'm also an author and i'm capitalizing off of my book like i just i agree with you i think it's such a bad name just the the word only fans it just really puts you in a category of trash it does it really okay before i forget I don't know if any of you out there on TikTok follow a creator. Her handle is the Homie Hopper Express. I fucking love her. You know why? Because she doesn't give a fuck. You know? I love those attitudes where it's just like you're minding your own business. You're enjoying life. You're enjoying things. You're enjoying sex. And, you know, you're doing something that not everybody feels comfortable doing. I get it. But, you know, do, it's your life. Enjoy it. You're not hurting anybody. Everybody's doing consensual things. But anyway, what she does is she gets authors' permissions, erotic book authors' permissions to reenact their scenes. Like, what a motherfucking, what a brilliant, what a brilliant idea. So I, I think y'all just should know about her. The Homie Hopper Express. All right. I just wanted to throw that in there. Okay, let's continue. And now we're going to get into Melissa's career as a real estate agent, which I thought was interesting. Here we go. Still do it. I I got fired from my brokerage, which was a very large brokerage, Remax Result, nationwide. Um, they fired me for, for my book and said they didn't want anything to do with porn indirectly or directly wow <laughs> so you know and whatever i mean it is what it is i'm i'm still active i can still buy and sell houses and help clients but i just chose to not stay in that box just like you just said i mean i'm 47 years old i don't have to be what everybody expects me to be i'm allowed to venture off into other marketable profitable like things you know i, I just it's an msi it's a multiple stream of income i think smart businessmen and women understand that it's the ones that categorize you as a whore as what or this yeah. or that like you know you what would god think i had someone today tell me to take my cross off of my neck oh no you no they did not was it somebody you knew no on instagram when i put you know just because of my content Oh my gosh. See? <laughs> and it was a guy's podcast, and he asked me, he's like, Do you think that people in the industry where you have these light switches or whatever, and you're going to sell this company, do you think it's going to hurt you? Because and you have an OnlyFans? Yeah, and the book. And I'm just like, no I mean I guess I, I guess I don't really even think about it because if that were the case 
wouldn't every guy that invented anything just be doomed? Because come on, let's be real. You all watch porn. You all subscribe. You all, right. like, maybe not every guy, but mm, a lot. Right, right. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> now, that would be that would be horrible if something like that were to stop you. I mean, you're, yeah. you're past that point, surely, aren't you? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I I think it's such a horrible thing that we're so, so far along, especially in the digital media world already, that that she would have to even worry about something like that. But um, it is a thought that, that comes to your mind, which is, is sad. It's very sad. I love that. Um, I guess overall, just as a creator, all of the things that come with a creator, you know all of them. Um, how, I, I guess, did it, it, we asked in the beginning, how long have you been an OnlyFans creator? Um, just since December. Okay, so not long, not long. No. So just no, so not far, what's your, what's your impression, like the pros and cons of everything so far? Well, I honestly, and this, this is just obviously speaking from me, but I can see how women can get depressed in this because I my niece had got in this a year and a half ago and has made over a million dollars in, in this field mm-hmm. and when she first got in it her and I had a fallout because I was like everybody else and was basically judging her yeah I'm like you know what are you doing you're why would you do that yada 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 and you know since then we've obviously since before I even got on OnlyFans myself her and I mended that and I realized that that is not my position and I'm not going to lose someone I love because of a decision that they love right. like that, that's ridiculous so I I, um, I going back the reason I'm bringing her up is because she seems very depressed lately and she just she doesn't like she doesn't like intimacy she doesn't feel any self-worth like she's just very down and I have only been in this a couple months and I sometimes can relate and it's not like I'm down or, or depressed and fully, but I can feel it coming on. I'll have days where I'm like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, but then it's like, I'll snap back the next day. Like, what do you mean? What are you doing? Like you're selling your book, you're selling your content, you're selling a fantasy, you're selling whatever it is you want to sell. Like that, you know, there's no wrong in that unless I feel it's wrong. So I feel like I understand more being in it firsthand how some women can really get depressed because it does, in a sense, kind of give you that feeling of, like, question, you're questioning your worth. It kind of numbs you, in a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a better word. Yeah, then and then you have all of the outside distractions, like the comments and things like that that pile on top. Yeah, so, and I don't... Yeah. I don't know how you do that. Like, I, I know you and I have talked about that. And I, you know, her and I have talked about that. And my daughter is like, wow, do you think Kim Kardashian gives a fuck about anybody's opinion? I'm like, <laughs> I understand that. But shit, how do I get there? Because I still will read some stuff and be like, I'll just, I won't even leave it up. I'll delete it and I'll block the person. And at some point I have to just let that go. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do. That definitely does not happen overnight. I basically just went on to say how, you know, I felt the same way. Some days I have to stay out of the comment section or off the app completely because, you know, it. some some days you just need a, a mental health day. 
You heard about a, a big con of being in this industry. Let's talk about some of the pros. I would have to agree with you on that one. What would you say, what would you say a big pro is so far? Um, you know, outside of the money, because it is really good money. I mean, there, you know, there, as you know, I mean, there's money in there that people aren't making with doctrine degrees. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's, it's a lot of money. So, but outside of the money, I feel like just the, the empowerment, because I'm a woman and I don't have to be what you say I am. Exactly. Like, it's very empowering to know that you can put yourself in a platform and still stand on it you know it's just it's one of the it's just one of those things that you just there's really no words I mean it's honestly just empowerment if that was the word I had to choose that would be the word I'd choose well I love I yeah I love the way you put it I always struggle for the right words it's like I know what I want to say and I feel it so hard but the words yeah. is really hard but you put it perfectly and the, the comments that run through my head it's like that that never-ending battle am i doing bad or am i doing good am i doing bad or am yeah. I doing good? it's like these people out here saying are you fucking serious do you really feel <laughs> empowerment by shaking your ass are you really feeling empowerment by showing your asshole i mean have you seen your ass oh my <laughs> yes i do <laughs> Because it's so hard to find the words. It's like, no, I don't. But you, I love the way you put it. <laughs> oh my. Okay. So, yes, I, I do struggle to find the words. But, yes, empowerment. And, again, you really feel empowerment by doing all of those things that you're doing. Again, just because you see something wrong with it doesn't mean that I do. Um, so, let's let's go. Let's continue. I will ask some of them, but mainly I was going to. I was wanting to know, like, the drawbacks are negative. Most of the, you know, the most negative experience that you've dealt with since becoming a creator. I mean, obviously, yeah. we've heard of some of them, but what would you say the worst is? I honestly, the worst for me is the judgment. Like, the worst for me, and I, I know I'm, I, I can honestly say I don't live my life based on likes and follows. Mm -hmm. But when I see them go down, after I got into this, I mean, I'm not going to lie, it bothered me. Right. So I, you know, I just thought, why am I going in the opposite direction? And I think just that part has been the worst for me, like the, the judgment. And I have a very strong relationship with God. Like I just do. That's God's my homie. And I tell people that all the time. <laughs> but these people want to come at me. And that's the first thing they want to do is, oh, wow. I mean, they literally are very vocal about it, too, right on my Facebook, which is a little bit of a different platform than Instagram and TikTok, oh, yeah. but they don't care. They'll put it right on there, and they're like, well, this is crazy and ironic because you are, aren't you godly? Aren't you, aren't you, Miss oh. da, 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 and now you're doing OnlyFans? I'm like, and that just boils my blood because now I want to just go to the front line and fight you. Because mm -hmm. who are you? Yeah. Like, maybe you should pick up your Bible because you're judging me. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> But Ugh. so that's the worst for me is I'm very, very defensive with God because I love him and I've experienced things firsthand with God and I know he's really fucking real. So it's like when someone comes to me and, and really tries to diminish my relationship with God because of my OnlyFans or my book, yeah. I, that's hard for me. That's really hard for me. Yeah, I, I, would, I would have to agree. The judgment is, is insane. 
It is. Um, so, so far, do you think it's worth it? Any, any real regrets so far? Honestly, I do think it's worth it. And one of my big, big reasons is I want to show women and, and I don't care who likes it. I want to show women that we are more than just women. Like you can do whatever you want to do. Okay. If you can be a damn president, you can go run a social media platform without judgment. I, I just, I feel like there's so much lost with women because of their body, their ass, their titties, their looks, like there's so much lost within us. And I want to bring that back. Like I want to be known as look at this businesswoman who, who capitalized on this. You know what I mean? Who who invented this product, who did this, who built this, who, and eventually I want to build shelters like worldwide. And like, who does that? Oh, an OnlyFans girl? Stop it. And do you think these these people are not going to take your money because it's OnlyFans money? What? Exactly. Do you think? Exactly. (laughs) I will stop this and say this right here. I have, I've booked Delta flights. I've never had a problem with them taking my money. I have booked many, many Airbnbs, and I have not had a problem with them taking my money. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> exactly. Come on. I mean, you're not going to buy my light switch because I am on OnlyFans. You got to have the light on somehow, don't you? so yeah i it's it's silly it really is but i feel like so many people fear that and that's what brings them to either getting out of it or never getting in it and fear is detrimental that is oh my gosh that is 100 percent a fact out of curiosity one of my questions that i asked uh, melissa if she did nudity on on her platform because that is the beauty of OnlyFans, in my opinion, is you don't have to be nude. There are plenty of non-nude creators. There are, I've even heard of, there's even faceless creators. So if it's, if that's something, you go, oh, really? I didn't know that. Look it up. Do your research. But yes. So I thought, okay, well, maybe I'll try something different where I'm not doing something everyone else is doing, but my page is different anyway, because I'm, I'm trying to bring in my book and all my, you know, my content with the the erotic poetry. So I'm not, it's just, you know, it's different all the way around. So it's hard to answer that question in terms of like, you know, is it, is it right to be naked? Is it wrong to be naked? Cause I don't, I just don't judge one way or the other. Right. I mean, my ass is out. I'm in lingerie. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm damn near naked. <laughs> but you're even so, to the imagination. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're imagining what my vagina looks like. Yay. <laughs> okay, I, I was just curious. I don't, like you said, I don't judge people that yeah. do nude. I don't judge people that do do nude. It's their page. They can do. For sure. That's the beauty of it. You, you can you can have your page be whatever you want it to be about. Yes, exactly. And that's, and that's just like you said, going back to the whole... OnlyFans has has such a bad rap, and that was another reason I was like, I'm gonna try to really do this. I want to do this without being naked because I want to defend OnlyFans in a sense of like, hey, not everybody is naked, yeah. and you can make money. You can make a lot of money. You don't have to be naked if you choose to be good. If you don't, good. And I just feel like that it gets such a bad rap, and I think that needs to be diminished. Yes, absolutely. My next question to Melissa was, how do how do you think your future self? Because we, we do, if you are a younger, or actually any of us, how do you think your future self 
will will think of your actions on OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm honestly, like I said, I, I'll go through that little day or so of depression, like questioning, what am I doing? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I want the empowerment within myself and to show other women. So I think that I will feel even better as the days go on when I look back and say, wow, I succeeded this much or made this much on OnlyFans doing this and you can too so i just feel like women need to just keep empowering women because to be honest no shade to men but they're not what empowers us no no (laughs) they never will be i mean they'll give you your ten dollar subscription and then call you a whore so i I, none of that a man is never gonna make me feel empowered ever no no (laughs) you said it right there i'm gonna i'm gonna stop it right there that's this is where i think the love for yourself the love for yourself has to come in and say, you know what, just because these people, they think I'm a whore, I I know I'm not. So you just have to be so solid and so comfortable with, with who you are and what you're doing that nobody's opinion of you can, can like shake you. And that's, that's the best way I can put it. And does that mean that opinions don't ever shake me? They do, but guess what? I shake it off, and and that's what that's what you have to learn. It's very important to learn to do. <laughs> okay, all right. So my last question before we get into the light switch that Melissa invented, because I wanted to, my goal was to keep this under forty five minutes, and I'm still gonna try to do that. So I wanted to know if there was any fetish out there. Like, she's only been in the OnlyFans world for a very short time. Like, just so far. Is there any fetish she was surprised that existed? (laughs) Because let me tell you, if you think there's not something out there for you, let me tell you, honey, yes, there is. (laughs) Um, Well, yes, yes. Oh, my God, yes. Um, The funny, okay, and I'm sure you you obviously can relate to this already, but... um, I'm shocked that men like to be abused. Oh, yeah. I, I, I just, that's so new to me. Like, I've, I've never witnessed a man wanting you to call him names, belittle him, make him feel like he's, like, nothing, and then take his money, and then he loves you for it. Yes. yes. Like, what? <laughs> Yes. So as as I'm laughing, I'm not laughing I, because I have had those requests too. And it's not like I'm making fun of them. Okay. Number yeah, one, no. if, if they're listening to this, I'm not making fun of you. I promise. But it is, it's, it's still wild. It's, it's, yeah. It's shocking. Yeah. You are opening yourself up to a world of wows. Like I yes. didn't even know that that was a thing. And like you said, there's men out there with small penises that want you to humiliate them. Oh, yes. And yes. that right there, like you said, I was like, because I'm an analytical person. Like, I try to analyze everything, and sometimes I have to stop myself. And I'm like, what, uh-huh. what makes them? And I'm like, no, don't worry about that. Just, you know, as long as I'm not harming anyone or. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. It just depends. But that's another beauty. That's another beautiful thing. You can get requests all day long, but you don't have to do them. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and my I've had a few requests, and I'm sure it's a little bit because of the book and the content, but they want me to do, you know, cosplay. Or, like, I had someone give me $200 to 
Okay. So I have to say one of my I have to I have to agree with her. I have to second her her craziest fetish thing that I did not know existed until I got into the OnlyFans world. But one of the other things that I thought was strange that existed is that there are men out there that want you to do race play with them. That is not something that I would ever do. I wouldn't feel comfortable doing, but it obviously is a thing. They want you to call them that that word. Um, I'm not, not judging. If that's what you really like, do you. But I, I don't feel comfortable, and I will scream it all day long. If it's something you're not comfortable doing, like I'm not going to do anything I'm not comfortable with for any dollar amount. There's no dollar amount that you can offer me to do a race play scene. It's not going to happen. So, again, that's the beauty. You don't have to do it if you don't want to. Nobody's going to force me to do anything that, um, that I don't want to do. So, let's get into the light switch. And Melissa, I... I don't know if you're watching, but hopefully you're listening. This is a very long podcast, but I, like I said, I recently just came back from Georgia. I rented an Airbnb in, um, it was almost in the mountains. It was close enough for me, but um, there were, the first thing I noticed, Melissa, is the tons, and I mean tons of light switches, and I didn't know even my fifth day staying there, I was still having trouble remembering what this light switch was. This wall had five switches. This wall had three switches. This wall, the, these light switches worked that one, and so did this one. I mean, it was so confusing. So I thought Melissa's light switches would be absolutely perfect in this house. <laughs> so I'm going to let Melissa tell you about them. Imagining that light switch in here, that would be so freaking cool. It is. It is. It is just the coolest thing to see in person, too. And the only, like I said, I've been working on this seven years. So wow, it's, that's a long it's time. The, yeah, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I, my kids just were like, "Mom, you got this." While I'm crying at the counter, like there's, I've went from money to broke to money to broke. Like it is, it is literally taking the life out of me. But I, I, I stay with it. <laughs> because I've gotten granted patents, not just pending patents. And that's extremely rare and hard to do. And I've heard that from so many people. So like to have patents around the world uh -huh. that are granted, that's a, that's a big fucking that's, deal. That's a big deal. That's a huge so, deal. Yes. So I, I got these patents, I have these products and it's just such a good feeling to know that I thought of this in my mind, just mm -hmm. by looking at all these switches on the wall, like all we every every single one of us <clears throat> will walk in a room and just flip every light switch until we get the right one and you can live in your house for eight years and still get yep. the wrong switch yep. <laughs> so that's how i invented it i just i looked at it one day and i was like oh my god and so I, I just went cool. running with it yeah and now it's like i'm like i said i'm i'm working on i think i've got like five i'm working on my fifth switch and i got four that are patented so right now where i'm at in this whole process is I don't know if you're familiar with UL, but it's underwritten laboratories, and anything that's electrical has to be UL certified. Uh -huh. I did it's, not it's know okay. that. Okay. Yeah. So you're, if, you know, if you're going to put this in your house, I don't want your house to burn down. Okay. So I have to go through UL, which is worldwide, and it's like twenty five thousand dollars to test one light switch. 
Oh my gosh. Yes. So I have a lot of money in there, and then they fail you over and over and over again. Like, you have to go, this light switch has to go through massive testing. Like, And you have to pay 25 grand every time? No, just for the one. Oh. One, but, the, but if it fails and it, it too many times, then yes, they'll attack on more money and, you know, how that oh goes. Oh, my gosh. So, I I mean, they'll they'll turn. They'll, they have machines that'll flip the switch, like, 1,000 times in a row. And then if it don't, if, if it's the 999th time, it makes an irregular noise or squeak or movement, it oh fails. Oh, my God. And I'm like, who's going to stand at a light switch and do that? Oh 999 times in a row okay so um, she just goes into the process what it's what it takes to have a, a patent and some of this stuff sounded foreign to me but um obviously she has a lot of time a lot of money invested in it and if you if you go to the video portion of the podcast you'll see uh pictures of these light switches that she's talking about so this is this is where I'm going to end the portion. Basically, it, and it's very hard for me to explain, and I we didn't really go into an explanation of what exactly the light switch looks like. You'll have to go to the video portion to see an exact picture of the light switch. But I think it's amazing. Basically, the the switch is like the flip switch, the not the the little bitty little handle thingy, but the Oh my gosh. But just think behind the switch is a picture. And it, I'm, I'm guessing, Melissa, correct me if I'm wrong, it can be whatever a picture, a, a picture of your choosing behind that illuminates. So one thing that she's about to get into is I'm the kind of sleeper that, oh my gosh, I can't have any light. I want a complete, complete dark room. If it's not dark, I can't sleep. I, like, I got to cover my head with the pillow or the blanket or something. So here she addresses the problem for people that need complete darkness because just think this light stays illuminated so and my light switches are pretty bright when it's a pitch black room so i thought okay i invented the i made the dimmer switch so the dimmer switch is really cool like you you dim there's a two-way slider so like on the left side you (laughs) slide it all the way down and you dim the label black and then on the other side you dim the light so now i just solved another problem (laughs) holy crap yeah so i got some really i got like i said i got four that are done and patented and i got another one i'm working on wow i was initially i was coming for it i'm like i'm coming for it because i have products that nobody in the world has so i'm coming for all of it i wanted to build this billion dollar company and then i had a grandbaby (laughs) and i was like you know what i don't want to deal with people i don't want to deal with employees i don't want to deal with reviews i don't want to deal with lazy people i'm selling the company and i'm gonna that's when i decided i wanted to just sell it and help the shelters and the all right so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it there, but like I said, please go to the, the video portion of the podcast. It's going to be somewhere towards the end, and in the description, I will, I will label like which part we, we start talking about her, her very, very awesome invention. I can't wait to get one because I have those same dimmer switches that she's talking about in, in the house that I'm in right now, the kind of switches that we're talking about, and I just think it would be not only is it so cool, it would look so pretty. I mean, okay, women are going to love this fucking switch, okay? <laughs> but so that is it. That is it for this week's podcast. Like I said, I have more OnlyFans creators lined up to talk to. Uh, next month, we'll 
for March, the March video portion of the podcast will be, um, I, I'm not going to say who yet. It's a surprise, but it's going to be in person. There may be some traveling going on um, for the month of March, and um, I'm excited for that next week. So I don't know. Hope you, I don't know why I said, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode and hope you got some insight. Uh, as I said, and as you found out that Melissa is a newer, she's a, she's kind of a baby in the OnlyFans world. And um, in future podcast episodes and in future interviews, I am, I'm going to break out and talk to people that have been in the business for a long time. I want, I want to see how, how answers differ. So as I said, I've got a couple more people, a few more people lined up, still a few more that I want to reach out to. But until then, thank you as always for supporting, for listening. I will have the video portion up on Wednesday, the same day, by the end of the day, same day that the podcast audio portion drops. But we are right under 45 minutes. Thank you guys so much. We will, you will see me or hear from me next week. <laughs> <laughs>